Welcome to the Trailer Cast with Elise Snipes. Each week, I will be sharing with you from inside my vintage trailer where I work as a therapist and share some of my musings on the human experience. I am endlessly fascinated and inspired by people. I love being a therapist and I'm deeply grateful for the intimate and beautiful work I get to do. I believe we are wildly capable of healing and making this world a better place, and this is my attempt at doing that. Sharing beauty to invoke beauty. May you find yourself inside these stories and ponderings and be better for it. Cheers. Hi, and welcome to this week's super spontaneous episode <laughs> of Trailer Cast. Okay, um, I'm here with my husband, Jesse. Hi. And I was remarking that I did not have as much time as usual this week to prepare a podcast episode. Um, since our kids were going back to school this week and thought, you know what, what if we just sat here at the beach while we're with our kids and just recorded our conversation? <laughs> and I agreed. <laughs> a little, 100%. <laughs> maybe a little technological reluctance. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm used to having like microphones set up and it being like perfect and now we've got waves in the background. Yeah, it's going to be loud. Your quality control, and I'm like, <laughs> I just want to like profess my heart. And content, you're like, <laughs> content creator and quality control. <laughs> yeah, and I for sure am like, oh, I'm tone deaf. I don't even hear background noise. What are we talking about? And you're like, okay, <laughs> this can't be aired. <laughs> so, um, for everybody who's listening, we have been doing some pretty cool things as we have been preparing our kids for school this year, and thought it'd be neat to share some of those things with you, and then also just to Jesse's never been on this. Podcast. Have I really not? Really not. Wow. Not, not like um, here. This is my my debut. <laughs> Hello, world. I love it. Okay, so I'm gonna let you go first. I wish this was my idea. It was not my idea. You had what I thought was a brilliant idea for two reasons this year going back to school. One, efficiency, which is your strong suit, and then two, the opportunity to have like some pretty intimate connection with our kids. So you yes. you drop the idea because it's yours. And I love that you said that it was a good idea because it wasn't just an efficiency idea, which I know are always good, <laughs> but this was like one of my relationship yep. building ideas, yep. which not only do I very rarely ever have, but they're very rarely ever good. <laughs> so thank you for saying it was good. It's amazing. Um, so I decided that, uh, okay, I've been the stay-at-home dad for a month so far-ish, something like that. And I've noticed that the kids, because they don't have a lot of one-on-one -on -one time with either of us, that they get a little like, like, I don't know, if it's temperamental or feisty or um, they like snap back at us or me a little bit more. And I don't know, I've just sensed in my, I don't know, wherever you feel things, <laughs> you therapist you, <laughs> wherever you feel things, I've, feel I've noticed <laughs> my elbow, I don't know. <laughs> I've noticed that they uh, could benefit from a little bit more one-on-one -on -one time. So, um, the practical efficient side of me said, uh, you know, knew that we needed to get school supplies and backpacks and new school clothes and all that kind of stuff. And in this last month of me being at home with the kids, I've attempted to do target runs with them and it's 
a nightmare. Well, a freaking nightmare. Welcome to motherhood. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I try my hardest Mom. to like to like um, you know uh, dangle a carrot in front of them, but it's not a carrot, it's a cake pot from Starbucks oh. at the end. And I'm and I'm always like, oh yeah, if you behave then you'll get a cake pop and and it just, it never turns out well because I end up giving them the cake pop even though they had bad behavior sometimes. Wow, you guys Surprise. heard it first. <laughs> so, yeah, I've noticed that they need that one-on-one -on -one time and that we needed to take care of some things. And so I suggested yep. that we do individual date nights with each of our kids uh, where we go out to dinner and talk to them a little bit about their new school year and what we're proud of them in and what we want to challenge them or encourage them to do this year and then also do some practical back to school shopping with them and a little fun along the way so so far yeah. we've done two and i think yeah. they were wildly successful it like simple but yes. successful i think it was like one of those things where i'm like duh like it is such it is a nightmare to go to Target with all three kids to be like, okay, everyone pick out markers, okay? Like, we're having yeah. fun, aren't we? Isn't this just the best to go back to school and everyone's losing their mind over which markers <laughs> and the... He took the red pencil sharpener and, like, you guys, what? And I think that there's times where... This is why I've loved our role reversal yeah. recently is yeah. I think that you bring a perspective to what we're doing where I'm like, that is literally the most efficient and, like, best idea right here. And I wouldn't have seen it. I would have struggled through and get some type of mom badge or something. Like, I did Target with all my kids, and we got all their back-to-school stuff. <laughs> and I'd take a picture for Instagram, and it's non-reflective of what actually occurred. So, brilliant. Then, Thank you. It, I like to give my children... That's not funny. I like it when our kids have an opportunity to be the ones who get to make decisions when they're, like, appropriate. Yes. Right? Like, okay, you get to choose dinner. Yep. Because they all choose different things. Yep. And if we attempt to do that with all of them, someone's going to be disappointed. Totally. So. Totally. Or sometimes they want to make decisions that are kind of beyond their pay grade or they, you know what I mean? It's like, we're, like, I can't give you that decision, but the decisions I can give you, I want you to have and really own. Yeah. Um, but, so, Yeah. Okay, so then we did the other part of that night, which we did was we each chose two words for mm. each child and wrote that down on a three by five card, kind of like a word of like, like an invocation, like words that we want to speak over you, words that we hope you live into, words that we already see in you. And so we sat with each of those, each child and sat and just kind of spoke over them. Like, here's what we see in you and here's what our hope is for you this year. And then we wrote down each of our two words on that card and then gave that card to them for something that they could hang on to for that year as a reminder that we see them, that we, yeah, we're with them as they go into this, like, brave new front. That was not my idea. I <laughs> wish it was. <laughs> but I got as far as let's have a one-on-one -on -one yeah. time with them. Yeah, it was good. And it was, I loved, yeah, the target experience was so simple. I was like, whoa, like, game changer. Yep. And then the other parts, like... Probably one of my favorite experiences at Target, because yep. they're usually no, no. chaotic. Solo. Solo is the best way okay. to go to Target. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I don't do that. <laughs> um, okay, so for people that are thinking about ways to connect with their children intentionally, if there is a way, it's not about the length of time. It is about, is it about the intention of, like, mm -hmm. making it meaningful. And I think that sometimes we can get to a cluster of thinking, oh, if I can't do it this way, then I can't do it at all. But getting creative in ways to be able to find a moment of meaningfulness as yeah. we prepare to send our children out of the world. Yeah. 
And like for the boys, they both wanted to do something um, like active during our date night. So like one of them said they want to go to Boomers and which is like a mini amusement park and do like go-karting and miniature golfing and what equated to a, a four-hour adventure. So we had to like meet them halfway and on the way to dinner we stopped at these this little tiny community like pitch and putt um, golfing place and literally spent like five minutes putting the ball around the greens but to them in their mind they went golfing with right. dad totally and we snuck into a community and we <laughs> snuck onto the golf course like we used to do when we were in high school so let's just like <laughs> not a lot has changed <laughs> Which, okay, True. sidebar, ironically, we're literally sitting at the beach we used to come to when we were As in, like, teenagers. junior high, high school. Yeah. And, like, now we're here. We have the same lunch spot, Billy Sandwiches, what, what? And then came to this exact same beach, but now we've got kids. It's, so, it's kind of funny to redo some of those things. It is. Okay. Um, okay, if your kids have already gone back to school, and, like, that's something, too. It's We don't only have to do things at the beginning of the year. You can pull your kid at any point in the year that you get a moment with them to say, hey, like, here, like... Like, these are words I have for you. Um, um, that's also where I had my second brilliant idea. I was just going to say that. Okay, good. Thank you. Yep. Thank you for acknowledging okay. it on okay. air. Oh, um, I get two it. I brilliant idea. relational ideas from it's, Jesse Snipes this here. Is a, I'm joking, this is um, a miracle. I'm going to start my own podcast about <laughs> intentional parenting and relationships. Great. This is great. Oh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to throw in one thing here. Your time as a stay-at-home dad has given you innovation into it has. the these worlds with our kids that you would not have otherwise had the opportunity to see or struggle against. Yeah. To struggle and realize, wow, something's got to be different. For sure. Yeah. Okay. Um, okay. So I thought that the one-on-one times with them were so special. And so like there was a good return on investment from it that we, we decided to put on the calendar a monthly date night with one kid. It doesn't have to be both you and I. Right. It, just one parent and one kid. But it's on the number, the date of their birthday each month. So Isaac's birthday is September 4th. So every 4th of the month, he gets to choose, you know, which one of us to take out on a date. And we'll go do just a simple dinner or even a a lunch. It doesn't matter. Just as long as there's something on the calendar that is a one-on-one time for one of the kids. And they all get it every month. Yeah, I dig it. I like it because it gives us a good flow of like, oh, right. And... That's 12 times a year of intentional time where otherwise um, we'd be like struggling to find it or it'd be a one-off and this feels like, again, it's like an efficient, obvious thing. They know the days of their birth. Like, like we could do this. We yep. could do this. That's the whole point. A practical, like, parent hack, picking the date of your kid's birthday and doing something intentionally with them that time. Um, I'm going to dip into love languages for a moment, too, because I think that like, in my world, I'm like, I would like to take Isaac out of school early, you know, and, and do something fun with him on that day. Mm. Isaac's worst nightmare. He wants to be at school early or at, for sure on time. He does not want to disrupt his time in school. So what speaks well, Isaac's language is yeah. not to remove him from something that, like, oh, are we going to take you out early? Are you going to show up late? Like, no. What, what moves Isaac still within his rule-following ways and his structural ways? Like... Can I give, can I meet him where he's at? Yeah. Well, and speaking to the different, um, the different love languages of our kids, like you with your love language being words of affirmation, like you might want to talk with Isaac 
yes, and that's yeah, gonna, But he doesn't yeah. want to talk no, with he you. He wants to uh, play alongside of you yep. or work alongside yep. of you or participate in something, but yes. not necessarily using his words yes. a lot like his father. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it has been beautifully freeing to learn how to love people in their space in a way that feels like, I feel like, well, that's all I want is for it to land. So whatever language it needs to go into for someone to interpret it accurately, yeah. then that's what, that's the heart of love. Yeah. And and then also watching our kids as they shift, because there were times where for Isaac, I feel like predominantly it was like, we need to play Legos together. That was like safe parallel play uh -huh. that he felt super seen in. And then also knowing that it is important for him to have some things get, that get rounded out. Like we, we will still also, talk about our feelings or our experiences because it is also important for him to learn how to have a little more flexibility in yep. some of the strengths. So yep. anyway, um, yeah, I like, I love both of those ideas. I wish I could take credit for him so hard. <laughs> <laughs> um, do you want to say anything about what it's like, been like being a stay at home dad, any like, any preconceived notions about it? What's it, what's it actually been like? Um, so it's only been in the summertime thus far. So, well, let's go back. Two years ago, you okay. had a six yeah, month. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Back then, I did. I had. And you've a, been out of official. You're right. So there was a six job month period. For two years. Yeah, but there was a six month yeah. period where I wasn't working, mm -hmm. and I was just going to a class uh -huh. twice a week. So yeah, that was during their school. Yeah. Um, so I enjoyed that because there was a lot of freedom for myself like I had a lot of free time while they were in school um, you know Eden had preschool I think and yep. so that was that was enjoyable um, and rest just for myself yeah yeah, yeah yeah and I just needed after a long career and just needing to decompress from that mm. it was good to just have that time to myself this little season is unique because it's during their summertime so there is no respite during the days unless they're like in a summer camp or VBS one or two weeks. So I think what's different is that I don't have a lot of like myself time in this time off. It's a lot more just being with the kids and having to be like creative in planning yeah. daily activities and what we're doing and what we're gonna eat for lunch and um, did you get, I enjoy it. What about, like, did, you, did you get any flack? Do you get like, any societal pressure of like, well, you're stay-at-home dad? Like, does that, has that entered? Okay, so moms get that. Moms like, oh, you're a stay-at-home yeah. mom. Like, clearly you know nothing. Oh, one Yeah, you know. We're being interrupted right now by Eden at the beach, whose face is covered in Cheetos and sand. <laughs> Have I got any? No, okay. I haven't. No. Um, so you haven't? There, okay. No. And maybe it's because anyone that knows me or like that I have talked about what I'm doing, they they know that I'm like coming from a season of work and going yeah. to another season yeah, yeah, of work. Yeah, it's yeah. not like yeah, I'm yeah, saying yeah. I'm deciding to be a stay-at-home parent for the rest of you know my kids' childhood. Like, yeah, I think I would get some more gender societal flack. Uh, yeah, that. I. I'm just going to process out loud, but there's something is, that... Isn't that what you always do? <laughs> that my life is in a running inner dialogue that's just now out loud for people? That's exactly what this is. Um, I don't think you have to warn your listeners it, right. about you processing. 
I think that stay-at-home moms can get a rap of like, oh, that's all you do. And like stay-at-home dads, all of a sudden it's like, wow, you're like the most honorable human. Like you. Yes. Like- okay. <laughs> okay. So yeah, that I have gotten praise, yes. but not, uh, I haven't been like, rep- uh, I don't know, in teased about it but i've definitely been praised Mm -hmm. and it's typically by other moms that see me somewhere else with all the kids and they're like wow you're you know you're bringing them all to the beach and you packed lunches or i don't know i've I've had a couple instances of that and we're like yeah like what all like stay at home or working moms do like on the daily is like all of a sudden it's like it's it is i want to like illuminate or like call out that stigma that like like, either, like, stay-at-home moms, like, aren't doing enough, and stay-at-home dads are, like, heroes. And, <laughs> yes. and that we're there all, is... We're all heroes. That's the truth. <laughs> that's, that's, that's good. That's good. <laughs> <laughs> it's hard. Did you... What, did you... What did you under-anticipate would be as, as hard in parenting? Like, what do you, were you like, wow, that's a lot harder than I thought it would be? Has there been anything that's surprisingly, surprisingly harder than you anticipated um, before we decided to have kids? Yeah. I think one thing that was surprisingly seeing the, like, when I get, I guess, facing the things about myself that I don't like and that um, come out in a, like, frustration or anger. Like, mm-hmm. I didn't, when I was, thinking about parenting kids before we had kids it was all like great it was all the positives yeah it was all yeah. like oh i'm gonna do this with them i'm gonna be a, a role model i'm gonna teach them things i'm gonna have fun but it i never i never anticipated getting angry at them and getting frustrated with them and yelling at them in the back of the car like mm-hmm. stuff like that like i never <laughs> i never wanted to do i mean not even I just never even thought about it. Yep. And that's become, it's not a regular, but when it happens, I'm like, oh, like, I don't like that part of me that gets frustrated at them for a lot of little things. Yes. Yeah. I resonate deeply with that. It's like, like the sunny side up version of parenting before you, before we knew better. Yeah. And then also, what part of that comes from the any, like your Enneagram number? So, um, I don't know. I, I so would like need as, an Enneagram coach to tell me that. That's coming soon. <laughs> um, there's a sense. Of, okay, so what's your Enneagram? From being a nine? Mm-hmm. Okay. From that, a nine. Yeah, that like so already. The natural tendency yeah. to avoid extreme emotion one way or another, mm-hmm. positive or negative. And that emotions in general, like that overwhelming feeling of feelings feels like I would like to not have that thank you. And then I yeah. it almost feel sometimes unavoidable when there are people that are constantly pushing on that feeling button. Yeah. And then, yeah, that's, yeah. Yeah. Parenting via the Enneagram is a very interesting concept. Mm-hmm. Um, what else? What else would be important, fun, interesting to talk about? Um kids going back to school yeah like there's a yeah. lot of parents oh, yeah. that are doing that this yep. week okay the structure. And what are our fears or apprehensions or excitement or whatever yeah that's the structure what yeah the structure so in our marriage like i tend to be loose loosey and not in it comes to disappointing the kids but like in like the structure of our household like 
like, oh, okay, yep. like, like it'll happen or this will work or whatever. But Jesse's really good at setting up systems in our household. Like, okay, yes. these are the chores. These are the, like, this is the way we do things. Or when you get up, do this first. And so we just did that for going back to school. I feel like we're doing kind of like a big overhaul. Got a towel on. They eat it? Um, yes, we're doing an overhaul on just what the weekly routine looks like. And the wake-up flow. And wake I up, think that's a big one. Yeah, wake-up flow and then after-school flow. And I think just all, all families that are you know, coming out of summer to a school year routine, like it's good to, yep. for us to communicate yep. first of what like our new family expectation are, yeah. is for this season. And then what's been difficult for me is like like you said I am the one that is a little bit more like organized and structured mm-hmm. but oh, a lot more a, okay, incre- <laughs> significantly more organized and structured um, and it's been easy for me during the summertime yes. to not only just create systems but then be the one to implement to yep. execute them yep. okay then go it's rinse okay. it off go rinse it off we're in the shower um, but we are entering a season where in, a week. in one week when yep. the kids go back to school on the same day, I start a full-time fire academy yep. that will be Monday through Friday every day for 12-hour days. So here I am this these last couple weeks like setting up all the systems in place for meals and you know lunches and laundries and homework and chores and all those kind of things knowing that I'm not going to be there to do it all or to help much has been difficult for me. I like appreciate, okay, so when Jesse and I first got married, this is a good backstory too, I think that we were both trying to live into the expectation of what our ideal version of ourselves in marriage looked like. So like I would be like, I I cooked this. And if you know me, you're like, okay. (laughs) (laughs) Perfect example. I was, I was living out of an expectation unspoken and it was like we, we were not li- living in our true like self or gifting or skills or ability and all that. And so this was part of it, like giving ourselves through like through the last we married for 10 years this next month. Like, how can we make room for each other to be like, okay, actually, like Jesse is not only does he love cooking, he's like a chef worthy cook. He's phenomenal. So why would I make bad food every night? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Great, great question, one would ask, because I was living in this gender role. And so as soon as we, like, you know, extricate ourselves from that place, there became this freedom for us to be able to, like, Jesse's a really excellent system influencer, so being able to say, okay, well, if we did this, this, and this, then that would, wouldn't that just make a lot of sense? I'm like, 100%. He sets up the system, I feel like I can follow suit really well, but innovating that system is not, for efficiency, is not my strong suit. So I have loved watching, like, walking the boys through, okay, this is what a morning routine looks like, and... I'm going to do a myth bust for a moment. When we think about inducing change in our family system, sometimes I think people think, oh, um, we're already going back to school. We shouldn't lay a lot of change on our kids. And I'm like, "Mm, kind of an opportunity to do do a one fell swoop. Like, yeah, like when we are in school, our lives look like this. Yeah. So right now our kids, when they wake up, they can just cruise upstairs and turn the TV on. In the school year, we don't have TV in the week. And I'd like them to put their clothes on before they come upstairs. (laughs) Yes, as, 
as most of us should be doing in life. I mean, not just their undies. I mean, like they're like uniform. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, Eden's half yeah. the time naked when we walk out yeah. in the living room. Yeah, like who dis? So. Yes, I think it's I think it's easier to induce a change in the whole system when we start a, school, a new thing, and I will often use seasons to pretend like that's why we're having this big shift. I'll blame it on like, oh yeah, during the school year we do this, and <laughs> instead of like, like it's beyond me, guys. Like, didn't you know? It's what Can't happens. Can't blame me. It's, yeah, just, it's, it's so the season. Interesting. Yeah, it's just what happens when you're in the school. Yep. So. Yeah, so trying to, like, I think, induce a big overhaul, I, as long as it's something that you can commit to as a parent, and that is where it, uh, for, like, leadership rises and falls, is on us. And if we are able to institute and suit in said structure. Yeah. Yeah. I'm excited for the school year. I am, too. Um, I love summer, clearly, but I like the idea of... Okay, I was diehard in school. Like, I, it was like, are we having homework tonight? Like, okay, one of my other first memories of us. And I said, oh, Jesse, I'm so excited. It's like, it's like the first day of school. And you, you, what, do you remember what you said? No. You're like, you mean like the night before Christmas? And I'm like, no. no. The first day of school. The first day of school. Like, first day of school outweighed all other days of the school year for me. Oh, all gosh. other days of the year. And so I'm excited for our children to have school-age experiences and to be in school because I, I love it as well. <laughs> Nerd alert. Except all their homework is going to be in Spanish now. Oh. Can we just throw it out there for Google Trans? <laughs> Thank God for Google Translate apps. So good. Okay. Form. A benediction yeah, form? Yeah. Like, like to, to all, to parents everywhere. To parents Moms everywhere. Moms and dads, step-parents, half-parents, bio-parents, foster-parents, adoptive parents. Yeah. Um, I think you've, you've got them this far, and congratulations for that. Mm-hmm. And you're doing great. I mean, parenting is a difficult role. It's the most, like, challenging and... Yeah. Um, yeah. You're doing. You're doing it. You are. You're doing it. Best day, worst day, <laughs> hardest day. You think you're nailing it. Like, it's still your job. It's still your role, and you get it. Yeah. So we just we send you Dad, encouragement. And our kids just came down to let us know that they just built a dam, two dams, and connected them. <laughs> so to to building great things <laughs> this year. To building great things. Um, um, one yeah. Perfect. Um, one other family announcement. If anyone is interested in, like, I was, I guess they have more of like a desire or a curiosity about joining one of the small groups that Radical Wellness Collaborative is putting on. What we're doing is we are creating space for people all over the nation to be able to come together and have six-week-long discussions hosted by a therapist, wellness provider, to be able to like um, lead you in a personal conversation regarding core beliefs, or if your mom has gone through postpartum, um, if you want to have information about spiritual direction or introduction to yoga you guys this part is super cool you can do yoga via the internet okay right so i spent years going to yoga and then like didn't realize that um i don't even know how to do like downward dog correctly okay so trying to make things simple and accessible to you check out radical wellness collaborative.co is that the website 
radicalwellness.co. Radicalwellness.co. <laughs> also that. Um, and other than that, yeah, we have a live workshop coming up again, another mind body. You guys, this is something I am super lit up about. We've never done something like this before. We're going to weave together, Aurora and I, an idea around active restoration. So we will do, go back and forth together, integrating um, conversation and movement, conversation and movement to help us move through some of our pain body experiment experiences um, and move on to the other side of active restoration. I am pumped. You can check out more about that as well at radicalwellness.co. Um, um, yay. Okay. Happy week. Thanks for listening. I hope you enjoyed what you heard. If you are interested in beginning your own work in therapy or coaching, you can go to www.elisesnipes.com. Follow me on Instagram at Elise Snipes Collective, where I will be sharing more with you throughout the week. You can get in touch with me to suggest a topic for the show or to ask a question from your own life you would like to have answered. Or just say hi by emailing me at elise at elisesnipes.com. Remember to subscribe on iTunes and tell your friends.